And at this time, let's greet our pastor with a hearty amen. Amen. Let you say amen. Amen. Let say amen again. Amen. For truly it is an honor to be in the presence of the Lord. Yes. For yes. truly you. the Lord has been good to us. Yes. He has blessed us. He has protected us. He's given us shelter. Given us food and clothing on our back. Yes. He is a God that never fails. Amen. And I'm just so glad that he is my king. I'd like to invite your attention tonight to Matthew's, the 10th chapter of Matthew's, uh, verse 7 and 8, the NIV. Amen. Then we'll be able to get started. Yeah, we say amen. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, Freely you have received, freely give. And my thought tonight will be, chase the kingdom of God, not money. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. Speak to our hearts and our minds as we go into your word. Give us ears to hear and a mind to obtain what the Spirit says to the church. And the people of God said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence Amen. of the Lord. The failing world system. This is a failing world. It is a doomed world. And Jesus is on his way back here. The failure of the political, social, and economic systems of the world is driving the hearts of men to seek for alternative systems. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeking God, they're seeking other systems and other things for their own devices. The only system that is yet to be experienced by the world is one, the kingdom of God and commonwealth economy of heaven. The only system that is yet to be experienced by this world is the kingdom of God and commonwealth economy of heaven. Ideas of Jesus. Jesus had ideas and he put them out there to let it be known that Jesus came to restore what mankind lost. What Adam lost, Jesus became the second Adam to come back to give us our inheritance. Jesus did not come to bring a religion and folk are going crazy over religion. Jesus never came for that. That's why majority of the wars that have happened were behind religion. 
Jesus never joined a religion. Jesus' great opposition was religion. Jesus' message was not religion. Jesus claimed to be a king. He was a king, and the people that he ministered to, they looked at him, they loved him one week, the next week they crucified him. While he ministered to them, they heard his teachings about the kingdom of God. Some was confused, some believed, some believed that the Father sent him. But when we look at the word of God and what history say, he was sent by his Father. Now, the message of, I'm sorry, the mission and message of Jesus in Matthew, the third chapter. Matthew, the third chapter, verses one through three. The mission and the message of Jesus. In Matthew 3, 1 through 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight path for him. John the Baptist and Jesus were first cousins. When you read the history, you find out Elizabeth, which was Mary's family, um, that when she came to uh, Elizabeth, Mary, because she was impregnated, and she was explaining to Elizabeth, but while she was explaining to Elizabeth, John the Baptist that was in his mother's womb started leaping in the womb. In other words, John was already filled with the Spirit of God in his mother's womb. And it was a great joy because of the simple fact he was the forerunner and Jesus was the Messiah to come to bring the good news. So it was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah spoke about this. And he was saying that he's coming. He said the governor is going to be upon his shoulder. But he's coming because of the simple fact he is the one that the Father sent. Matthew 4, verse 17 and 18, Matthews. From that time of Jesus began to preach, repent. For the kingdom of heaven has come. He was telling them the only way you're going to get into my father's kingdom, you got to repent. You have to turn from your wicked ways. God loves the sinner, but he hates the practice that the sinner does. That's why the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, not forgotten, but his only begotten son. 
As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. They were fishing, and Jesus was looking for disciples. Matthew 4 and 23 and 24 say, Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues, mm -hmm. proclaiming, proclaiming the good news, the good news of the kingdom. He was telling them 2,000 years ago about the kingdom of God. And he was healing every disease and sickness among the people. The people was messed up. But Jesus comes on the scene. Every time he comes on the scene, something is going to happen. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. News about him spread it all over Syria. And people brought to him all who were with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and paralyzed, and he healed them. Now that's one thing about Jesus. He's going to do some healing. He's going to do some delivering. That's why we come to church. If we ain't healed, he's going to heal us. If we're sick, he's going to make us well. If you're hungry, he's going to feed you. If you're thirsty, he's going to give you something to drink. One thing about him, he has passion upon his people, and he loves them. He loves them so that it just does something to the soul. Can you turn quickly to Isaiah 65? And I think that's 24. Can you give it to me? NLT. Praise the Lord. Something about what Jesus does when you pray. Because you are the twinkle in his eye. You have it? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will answer them. Listen at this. Before they even call to me. I'm going to answer you before you even pray. I'm going to answer you before you even call me. He see the torment and the pain and the suffering that we go through. But before we even pray about it, he said, I'm going to answer them. Uh-huh. While they are still talking about their needs. While they still talking about their needs. They're telling people what's going on with them, telling the doctor, telling even the undertaker, talking to all this talking. They do them what God said, I'm going to answer them. I'm going to take care of the need before they even tell me they need. I think that is an awesome God. Uh-huh. I will go ahead and answer their prayer. I'm going to go ahead and answer their prayer. Lord have mercy. I love that verse. Sometimes you be thinking about what you want to pray for. He already told you, I'm going to take care of it. Just start to thanking him. Go into your worship, and you start to bless him. So, 
the focus of Jesus. Let's look at Matthew 5, verses 3 and 4. Jesus had a focus. And the focus of Jesus, 5, verse 3 and 4. Blessed are the poor in spirit. That was one of his focuses. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. For they will be comforted. He said, I got you. He said, I know you. You go to sleep at night. Your pillow is wet from tears. You just toss and turn. You don't know what to do, how to do what you're mourning. He said, for they will be comforted. He said, I'm going to take care of you. But I want you to trust me. Regardless of your circumstance or your situation, you got to look to the hills which cometh your help. And my help cometh from the Lord who makes heaven and earth. Matthew 6, verse 33, mm -hmm. and verse 34. See, Pastor, give me some scripture. Yes, because I'm talking about kingdom. You need, you need to know about kingdom relationships. Well, seek first the kingdom of his righteousness. And all these things will be given unto you as well. He said, if you seek me first, whatever you need, I'm going to take care of it. He said, look, you're already healed before the affliction or the sickness come upon you. But I want you to continue to seek me. Have a contingency of seeking me. When you seek me and my righteousness, do the right thing. He said, all these things will be given unto you. They're going to be added unto you because you seek in him. Yes. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. It got, tomorrow got a long problem. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So you went through something today. It's all right, but I'm going to trust God. Amen. I'm going to believe God for healing, deliverance, finances, whatever it is. I'm going to believe God for it. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. Luke 4 and 43. Mm -hmm. Yes. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also because they that is why I was sent. Jesus said, I got to tell folk about my kingdom. Yes, they lost it when Adam gave it up. But I come for restoration and I come to restore that man, that woman, that child, that son, that family with a relationship with him. Can I get a witness? Amen. He said, because that is why I was sent into the world for restoration to restore what's already yours. I'm going to make sure you get it back. Amen. Can I get a witness? So, Amen. let's look at the prayer of Jesus. But really for us, Matthew 6, and then 9, 11. One brother asked me, he said, this is Jesus' prayer. He said, this is the prayer that we got to pray. 
Jesus knew who he was. Sometimes he had to express himself for you to understand what he's saying. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He said, what's happening in heaven, let it happen on earth. Amen. Give us today our daily bread. If you've been with God, you ain't starving. Amen. He makes sure you eat. Amen. You know, I, I look with, with, when, when, when Elijah prayed for rain to stop for three years and a half. Mm -hmm. And then he prayed again. And if rain came down, filled the crop so the people could eat. God knows how to answer prayer, but also he's looking for someone on earth to call him to do what needs to be done. So, Jesus had a priority. The priority of Jesus was Matthew 6 and 33. And that is to seek first the kingdom. And his righteousness, that was one of his top priorities. For you to seek the kingdom and all these things will be given unto you. And then the other one is Matthew's 7 and 1. 7 and 1 says, do not judge. Or you too will be judged. And that's way folk going to judge you when you start getting blessed. Right. It's God that's blessing you. And folk can't bless you like God bless you. We know that he is our source. And when we rely on our source, he said, let me give them a little extension of some resources. Let me bless them this way and that way. Because these blessings are over, what, come and overtake me. In other words, these blessings is hunting me down. Can I get a witness, somebody? So, now, Jesus had a message. Now, he had priority. That means seek the kingdom. But he had a message. Matthew's 10. Seven and eight. I hope I'm helping somebody. Yes, sir. Give you enough scripture. Where he said, well, that's a lot of food there, boy. A lot of food there. I'll tell you that. I got too much on my plate. That's not right. Get your little plate. Put some of that on it, too. Amen. Amen. You know how you do when you got all you can eat. <laughs> can I get away with somebody? So, he said, as you go, proclaim this message. In other words, you proclaim this message. He said, the kingdom of heaven has come near. It's already here. Mm -hmm. I'm in the kingdom. Right. You're in the kingdom. You believe it? You're in the kingdom. Right. And you got to start thinking kingdom. Amen. A queen and a king think about what? Royalty. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And when you start thinking about royalty, but you got to be loyal Amen. so you get royal. Right. Can I get a witness? Yes. So, he says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, drive them out. Freely you have received, freely you give. He said, drive them jokers out. You have no business fearing him. The Bible said, if you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. You've been running from the devil, Lord. You must have, you must have missed that scripture. Yeah, he said, he comes in like a roaring lion. Always looking to devour somebody. But Jesus said, but I come that you may have life and you may have it more abundantly. Matthews 9 and 35. I ain't going to be long. 
Take it down, Pastor. Take it down. <laughs> Matthew 9 and 35. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. Wherever he went, in town he went to, on the countryside, people that were sick, that was diseased, that had demons, paralyzed, Jesus healed them. Why? Because of the simple fact, he said, you wasn't born like that. And I won't make you whole. And one thing about him, he will make you whole. So the question is asked, what is the kingdom? Since you talk about kingdom, Pastor, what is the kingdom? Are you talking about over in London? I'm talking about right here. Right here, because we are in a kingdom. The governing influence of a king over his territory, impacting it with his power, his principles, his laws, his values, his morals, producing a community of citizens reflecting the culture and lifestyle of the king. That's why we have our Bible. The Bible is law. It has value. It has the moral. It has the principle. And it has the power. Jesus said, just say my word. Because I answer to my word. Then there are components of kingdom. Well, what do you mean? Well, there is a king in this kingdom, which is Christ. He is Lord, there's land, and there's territory. There is a language that he gives the believer. You say, what do you mean? Uh, uh, tongues. Yes, that's the language. That's the language that he gives you as being a believer. And I have people tell I've been saved, but I ain't been speaking. You don't even say hello to nobody. So how do you mean you ain't speaking to nobody? Yeah, well, I need to know. I, 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 how come I can't speak in tongues? The gift is there. Seek God. You will speak. And see, when you start to speak, because the devil don't know what you're talking about. He always in your business when you pray. You ever notice when you pray, you get tired, you're hungry, you don't feel good, your body. He don't want you to get no breakthrough. Because when you get a breakthrough, you break him up. So there's a language. There's an army, which is the angels. Not you building on the heat. The angels fight for us. And then there's moral codes. There are moral codes in this kingdom. And then there are shared values. And there are customs. Then there's the body of laws. There is a constitution. Commonwealth economy. Then there's the culture. And since there's a culture, also he said, it's called an earthly motivation. While we are here waiting on God, we take his components and use them in our life because we are part of the kingdom. The kingdom. In other words, we are citizens of the kingdom of God. And since we are citizens of the kingdom of God, the king takes care of his citizens. So kingdoms of this world are driven, motivated, and built on the desire 
for money, materialism, and greed. They just like crabs in a barrel. One get to the top, they come in and try to take them down. Why? Because nobody want nobody to get further than they are. That's what's going on with this earthly kingdom. They do everything that they want them. They disrespect the women. They disrespect themselves. They disrespect God. They disrespect his presence. Disrespect the children and all. Why? Because they're always motivated and driven in self. They always want to be on top, but don't realize that they're at the bottom. Christ is in charge. Jesus' assessment of the well system is summarized in one statement. Luke 16 and 13. Luke 16 and 13. No one can serve two masters. Have you ever tried it? Let's go a little further. Have you ever tried to laugh and cry at the same time? <laughs> kind of hard to do. You try to laugh. You try to laugh. You be tricked up. You be tricking yourself up. You be hurting and trying to get some joy. You ain't no joy out of hurt. And he said, well, you know, pain, pain and suffering make me strong. That's a lie. No, it don't make you strong. It push you closer to God. That's what it do. So no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both money and God. Two masters on earth is money and greed. On this earth, you can look and see that it's all about the money. COVID came. What the government plenty of money. Death. They ain't got to pay no social security. They ain't got to pay none of that. Make sure them old folks don't get nothing. Young and old, nobody gets nothing. Then the wars. There's money and war. You know that once a man enlists into the, the uh, armed forces and they go to war, his life insurance is $1 million. And if he get killed over there, his family only get 30000 mm -hmm. So where's the rest of that money at? Yeah, where that? What happened? That ain't what it said on there. But you remember, we're dealing with the government. So, two masters on earth is money and greed. The love of money is the root of all evil. The love of it. What motivates you? Money or God. If God motivates you, if you forget about money and serve and seek the kingdom, money will find you. It will find you. You ain't got to search. And people sometimes be in positions knowing that you need and they be waiting for you to ask them or even try to beg them or they always ding a carrot in your face. Because they want you to be submissive to them. But the devil is a liar. Amen. So, the preoccupation of man. His conclusion 
was that every action of all mankind is motivated by either the pursuit of money or service to God. I think that was a um, movie was the pursuit of happiness. That boy went through a whole lot of stuff. He was sleeping here watching it, going through a whole lot of stuff just to get what success, but the success is in God. I don't care how hard you try to please people that have, that, that, that's in high places and jobs and stuff. Let me tell you something. They look at that. They laugh at that. And they tell you, we don't need you. But knowing that you need the job so you can take care of your family. So his conclusion was that every action of all mankind is motivated by either the pursuit of money service to God, kingdom citizens are admonished, not worry about the material things. We don't worry about them things, because they're going to come anyway. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, all these things you need, they're going to come to you. Not to be mastered by money. And, and what I love about it, when you look at it, when you get money in your hand, they're presidents on them, am I right? Yeah. They're dead presidents. You make them alive when you start spending them. Can I get a witness? So you in charge. That's right. Amen. You be looking at, what's his name, uh, Lincoln, you be looking at uh, Franklin and Grant and all of them. You say, wow, these guys are on, on this money. This money look good. But they dead. They dead presidents. But once in your hand, you make them alive. Do your thing. God blesses you in many ways. Can I get a witness? So, seek ye first the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. When you start to seek in God, and you start seeking what he has for you, and you try to tell somebody, you're going to say, you're going crazy. You ain't got too much Bible in you. And you're praying too much. We don't see him much. What are you doing? You're in a relationship with God. And when you're in a relationship, he's going to talk to you and he's going to tell you because the other individual ain't seeking God and they don't know what God is saying to you because they ain't seeking him. Can I get a witness? So the governmental promise, there is a promise, the governmental promise. The government is something else, but he says in Isaiah 9, 6 and 7, he says, for to us a child is born. <laughs> to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And that what was happening to him, just like you and ours. And he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's why he say, peace I leave you. You got peace? Think about it. You think on your peace. See, a lot of times we we, we got people, they always look, looking for a reaction from you. They always try to do something, say something, or, or you know, or they want action so you get so there'll be a reaction. But some folk, you got this back off, leave me alone. They tell you what they're about when you open their mouth. Mm -hmm. 
And you can tell them what you about. God bless you. See you. <laughs> and keep going. And keep going. You, 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 know, you, got, you got friends that always want to know what your business is. Something wrong with that. It takes me six months to mind my business and six months to leave you alone. That's one year I stay right with God. Can I get a witness somebody? Because you start getting that people business, you become ABC, NBC, Channel 10, all of them. You be news, you newscaster and you casting out lies because you don't know what you're doing. You start judging. You start judging, you start mistreating, disrespecting people. You was all right. Someone so say, what do you think about her? I don't know. She's all right with me. I don't know her. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. There you go. Always let me tell you. They don't want to tell you something. So and they don't even know no people. But they always looking for that kind of clip. Seven says, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he's really saying, this, this is what I put to my believers. Some of, some of them went through some, some, some horrible things, some heavy things. But the peace of God that passes all understanding takes you through. Have you ever known you could be being blessed by God in peace and old stuff come up out of nowhere? And you find yourself, if you, if you, if you, if you don't catch it, you, could, you get a little tooty. And you get mad. And the devil starts men and say, you should have did this. You should have did this. You should have did this. You should have. You, you should have. You should have. You should have. You should leave me alone. In other words, you got to know how to bind him up. Because he's all. And when, and when he brings it to you, he brings it to you. And when he feels when you in a, in, a, in a moment of really going through, if you ain't careful, you'll fall for it. You'll take the bait every time. That's why you have to stay, listen, work off your overflow. If you have full, uh-uh, devil's going to try to take you out. But when you start to working off your overflow and allow the spirit of God to start to bubble in your spirit, there's going to be a difference. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. There is no justice. When we look, every time you look at the news, there's some stuff that say, ain't this a shame? People didn't go on crazy. They got a shooting spirit. Yeah. Everybody getting popped. Yeah. Kids. Elderly. That man shot that boy. He was trying to, he was at the wrong house. Tried to kill him. And he comes in the court talking about, I thought somebody was bringing, how do you thought if he ring your bell, uh, uh, thief don't ring no bell. Right. He tear your door down, he coming and get you. Okay. So if he ring your bell, every time he was looking for his siblings. He was sent there, but he was in the wrong, he was in the wrong, he had the wrong address. And he shot him in the head, then shot him in the arm. Tell me he thought somebody was trying to break in and put it on his door. But that ain't what you said. He said they run the bell, and you start to bust, you start to catch him. It's a shame before God. These are the times we live in. Then there's other boy. He shoot the little girl. He shoot a mother over basketball because they put it on his on, on his lane. What's wrong? What's going on? Everybody's going. They, they, they want to shoot. They don't argue and talk no more. They just they, they, they just ride up on you. Just like the girl and and a Dunkin' Donuts. Ordering a, a the breakfast and something to come. So the water boy just shot, killed a young lady. Had a great future going. She's going to be a principal and all. 
took out. Who are you saying? What's going on? The devil is running wild. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't have no discrimination on who he take out. His whole job is to make you feel miserable. Always want you suffering and crying. Always want you going through what you're going through. But the devil says, uh-uh. I give you victory. You ain't the victim no more. I'll give you power and power to live. So the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. What do you mean? Justice and righteousness. And I have people tell me, we want justice, no justice, no justice, but and no peace. See Jesus. Look, think, let's think about it. When they took prayer out of school, guns came in. All that changed when they took when they took to prayer out. All that changed. Don't tell me prayer prayer is not powerful. It is powerful. That's why you got to pray for your children. You got to pray for your family. Each time they leave out that door, you got to pray for them because the devil's out there waiting. He does everything he can to cave your heart in. So while we look at what's happening, the kingdom versus democracy, and that's where we at. The kingdom of God, us, the, it versus democracy. What are you saying? Well, democracy is people power. That's democracy. It's people constitution. It's people's law. It's private ownership. Not only that, it's private wealth. It's people competition. Preferring individualism. Now, that's under democracy. But kingdom is king's power, king's will, king's laws, king's leadership and lordship, king's commonwealth. In other words, commonwealth, everybody wealthy. One and another. In other words, a community of those this kingdom, the citizen kingdom of God. So it's important that we understand who we are and where we're going. We're in a world that hate God. They say they love God and know God. No, 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 no. See, but their hearts are so far away from me. They have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. Yes, this is healing and deliverance, right? You'd be surprised at the people that need healing and need deliverance, but they think they are right because you know why? They ain't ready to submit to God everything because they still want to play in sin. But I come to tell you, recess is over. God ain't playing with nobody. People are dying, dropping like flies. Sickness is happening as we speak. And you got to make up your mind who you're going to serve. And when you make up your mind who you're going to serve, then you're going to find yourself on the Lord's side when you pick him. He's real. In other words, he will continue to bless you. But God looking for consistency in all of us. When you're consistent, you could you, you consistent eating three and four or five meals a day. Can I get away with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially just when you're shopping. You don't know where you want to start at. But one thing about God, God said, can you be consistent just to tell me you love me? Can you pray for me? Can you pray for somebody? Oh, yes. When you look at the hospital, people are messed up. 
People are paralyzed. People are sick. And they're dying slowly. Each day they die. But the thing about it is, can we trust God for healing? Yes, for by his stripes, they're healed. And that's where your faith comes in at. Devil always messes with your faith and your focus. He don't like it because of simple fact, you made up your mind to stay with God. And since you made up your mind to stay with God, Satan said, I'll make up my mind to stay with you to get you from God. But the devil is a liar. Because my God is bigger than he is. Anytime the Bible says, if you resist him, he'll flee, start resisting him. You resist the bill collector. Can I get a witness? Yes, you do. Folk get on your nerves, you resist them. If folk you don't want to talk to, you don't answer your phone. Can I do that? Same thing you got to be able to say, resist him. In order to know who he is, you got to see God. Because the Bible says, know your enemy. Learn it, because you got to be on guard for every unguarded moment. Can I get a witness? So he's been good to us. So, chase the kingdom, not money. Because if you chase the kingdom, money going to chase you. It's going to come to you. And we got to keep in mind that we are blessed by God and continue to stay like that. I hope that this message tonight has helped you. I have given you the scriptures that you can go over them to help you in your spiritual walk and knowing that not only God is real, but he's living in us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, that lives in us, that moans and groans and cries out for our infirmities. Why? Because of the simple fact we need him. I can't move, can't do nothing without God. But I thank him tonight for his love. Thank God tonight for his word. I thank God for his presence. But then I also thank God for being my father and for being my king. Father, we thank you for this time and this space. We bless your name. We give you praises in Christ's name. Amen.